Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Hanging out with you guys, Wrench Nation Car Talk. You know, Susie, I wanted to give the people some dedications. This song by the Budos Band is going to fit just right in there. For the peoples? Well, for all you weekend warriors. Building out. That joy ride. That speedster. That classic car, muscle car, hot rod, ratty rod. Ratty rod. The rat rod crowd is nice. But really, I wanted to dedicate that song. That's, of course, the Budos Band, uh, Chicago Falcon. You can catch it on your favorite player. Welcome back, Wrench Nation Car Talk every Wednesday. And, of course, our family on a KFNX uh, hanging out on a Saturday. And welcome all of our Neon 90.7. Listen, they're going to be hanging with us today. Yeah, that's a newer station, isn't it? It is. It's uh, Now, it's what kind a, of music do they play, Frank? They play our favorite, the 80s music. The people. 80s, They're I love dating it. Us. So uh, we do welcome all of you Neon fans. And, of course, uh, know this. If you can't call in with your car care questions, many of you just kind of hang out, look forward to the show, because we have amazing guests that stop by. Uh, of course, once in a while, we do offer you a, a car care tip. <laughs> <laughs> But we are just honored to have uh, you guys hang with us for a long time. And as I said, Car Care Tips, uh, you can certainly call in 480-655-8870 for sure. Or if you feel like, man, I caught this on a replay on iTunes, podcast, whatever your favorite player is, head on over to Facebook or we prefer WrenchNation.tv. You can catch all the shows there. What is happening? Susie Q's in the house. How are yes, you doing? Yes, I am. I'm amazing. Did we have any uh, buddy give us a review last week? Yeah, well, we had a contest you guys got on. Uh, we offered the $100 Matco tool gift card. I always said, look, like, I don't care who you are in the family. Y'all need tools. That's right. That's right. I mean, from the youngsters at the young age of five, six, get them out of their smartphones and get them into the undercarriage situation or underhood. You need yes. tools for that. Yes. Well, we do. We had a winner. Uh, and thank you kindly. You guys rock. Our wrench posse came in and we asked you, and it's not too late if you want to participate. Now, you may not win the prize because we, we do have somebody. We have a winner. But, man, as we say every week, we always appreciate when you guys can get on and uh, give us a review on iTunes, uh, Facebook, Spotify. We're all over the place. Give us a review. Well, this, uh, this winner of uh, the contest, the $100 Matco Tools gift card, drum roll is happening. We do want to thank our winner. Uh, we entered into the system. Uh, and we got Richard Frazier uh, has won the $100 Matco Tool gift card. Congratulations, Richard. Richard is a test driver with uh, Nissan, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a lot of great gearheads cool. that hang out with the show. Um, so Richard Frazier, if you're listening, thank you very much. We'll reach out to you. You are the winner of that hundred dollar Matco gift card. Do we and, know what the review was? Uh, I don't know where it went to be quite frank. Okay. I think we had about 60, maybe 70, uh, from what I understand. I did catch some of it, um, on iTunes and stuff. So we're just grateful that folks are uh, hanging yeah, good and job. being able to do that this week. We're excited before we jump into some of the news. Uh, we've got Aurora Strauss. Let me tell you something, people. You listening, especially my youngster familia out there. 
How many times has somebody told you, no, you can't do it? Susie, too many, too many times, Frank. They say no to you? Yes. And what do you say? I'm going to go do it now. I'm going to go do it. Well, Aurora Strauss, she's a 19-year-old professional race car driver. What, 19? 19. Wow. And we're going to talk up some music. She's a musician. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, she's currently competing uh, in the IMSA Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge. Um, she's done some work in the Mazda MX-5 Cup. and But, man, she is... She's a youngster blazing the way, so Aurora Strauss is going to be joining us. And uh, if you guys have questions about how one gets started in that sort of situation, you can call us, 480-655-8870. We do have some interesting news. I, You know, I wanted to go back in time. I thought to myself, um, I thought I actually got a speeding ticket, but you know how the police will put, you know, sirens. Right. I I thought I was getting pulled over. You got pulled over? No, I didn't. I thought okay. I was. And and I was speeding, by the way. I'm just being honest. There you go. I was. I was doing like 82. But it was weird. that, And maybe you guys can relate to this. Like, you you see it coming up behind you, but maybe there was another call. And, of course, you're like, oh, thank oh, gosh. Phew. Thank goodness. But, it, you know, the officer pulled up behind me, and then he took off. And I'm wow. Like, okay, cool. And so immediately I slow down for at least 30 minutes. Um <laughs> But how would you how would you like to know um, the first speeding ticket or infraction in the U.S.? When do you think and how fast, Susie? When do you think of the first speeding ticket happening in this country in the United States? We can't speak for the rest of the world. When do you think that went down? The Was 20s? it in the thirties? I'm going to say in the thirties. Nineteen thirties. Is that your? Do you need a lifeline? No, I don't need a lifeline. I'm going to go with the thirties. All right. Well, in all actuality. This uh, first speeding ticket went down in 1899. Wow. Yeah. Driver was uh, Jacob German. He drove for the electric vehicle company, which I guess at that time was part of uh, the electric taxi cabs that used to be around. A lot of you think that electric vehicles just started. Right. That's what they say. No. Uh, electric's been around. It just wasn't popular. Wow. Um, they, they tried to make the run, and of course, there was the fight, AC, DC, and then the World's Fair came about, and uh, we know the story there. Uh, but this was a taxi that was being driven. How fast do you think in 1899 could you be driving to get a ticket? How fast do you think? Gosh, I don't know, 40? 40 miles an hour. Yeah. You need a lifeline? Yeah, okay, I needed a lifeline last time. Can I call a lifeline? <laughs> uh, the answer, uh, surprisingly, um, his taxi at that time was going 12 miles an hour. What? 12 miles an hour. What was the speed limit? One? Speed limit was eight miles an hour. Oh, gosh. Now, listen, remember, um, just envision dirt streets. I mean, this is late 1800s. Right. In New York City. Now, New York City was cutting edge. Right. Industrial revolution. But you didn't have the asphalt paved roads and, and such. So, uh, plus these vehicles could only go so fast. So at four miles over, that's just a misdemeanor then. Well, let's uh, let's assume that. I, I'm not sure if you know folks were jailed for going over. You know, for, well, 12 miles an hour. If the speed limit was eight, eight. what's the percentage? That's pretty high. That's oh, like if you drove 60, you were doing close to 100. So that was a felony stop. Wow. <laughs> 12 miles an hour. 
Was it really a felony stop? No, I'm just Oh, Frank, you got that. me all scared. Well, back in the day, it could have been. I mean, I don't know, but That's there you have it. Yeah. According to the uh, U.S. Census Bureau, uh, about 100,000 of you are getting cited for speeding tickets with an average cost of $150. Interesting. Yeah, that's $15 million per day, people. <laughs> We're generating revenue by way of speeding tickets, $15 million a day, which equates to about $5.5 smackaroo billion dollars with a pinky. With a pinky. Billion. A billion dollars. Yeah, so... Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. So what is happening well, in your today, world? Well, even today, Frank, that's a revenue-generating um, system in, in some of these states. Well, first off, don't speed. Okay. Like I was. Don't go 82 I'm and a then hypocrite. sit for 30 minutes? It's hard. You're on your way to somewhere and you're late. Exactly. Pressure. Exactly. So check this out. Be prepared to be surprised. So you have uh, AAA or AA batteries in your house, right? I have all batteries in my house. Okay. I have children in my house. Generally, what do you use AA batteries for? A lot of things. And typically, um, that's the battery I'm looking for. That's the battery you're looking for right now? And it's not around. It's not around. Because my kids took it. <laughs> well, my, my little one says, uh, Dad, I got a D battery. What happened to D batteries? They used to be like a lot of things. Those were the D, flashlight batteries. But everything's AAA, times. AA. So yeah. what, what's the story with these So batteries? the thing is, so I have three words. Well, Russia, a thousand AA batteries, and the Lada car. Those Russians. What Just do don't think? say government. Don't I'm mix. not saying government. You didn't say politics. I didn't say politics. No government. You said batteries. Batteries, 1,000 AA batteries, Russia, and the Lada car. The Lada, Lada. car? You know the Lada, L-A-D-A. Oh, Lada. Lada. Mm-hmm. I do not. Can you explain to the people what is a Lada car? Lada is actually a type of car. Oh, by is it there? TV Motorsports or something oh, okay. like that. Okay, so is it? It's a car. It's a car made in Russia. Uh, well, yes, and but Russia can get mighty cold. So check out what these guys did, and you can see this on Garage Fifty Four Eng on YouTube. They actually powered a vehicle with a thousand AA batteries. Now these people need to find something else to do. But how, it's possible. I mean, how do you? That's come, a whole lot of batteries. That is a whole lot of batteries. I mean, uh, that you said a thousand batteries. Yeah. Yeah, and other places have actually jump-started cars with dead full-size car How batteries. How long do these cars go with a 1,000 batteries? Well, Frank, you know, I'm going to have to go into my... Uh my dictionary here and well how out. long do you think i mean it take a thousand batteries that's a lot of battery action they're not even are, are they not even doing some low rider do they go up and down <laughs> no. with these cars i <laughs> mean if you're going to put batteries in something you better go up and down at least three feet you four would feet. think huh? but they say if you string them together you can actually the power builds and it's enough to actually start a car is it regenerative power? I don't think so, Frank. It's just straight up. Th- I think it's just. Could let's you start imagine the car. a family of Russians saying, "Let's gather like firewood. Let's gather the okay. batteries." Yes. And we need to go to the supermarket. It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday, yep. And here are all of the Ruskies in the familia, <laughs> and each child is carrying a couple of hundred batteries. Yeah. To go drive. Now, I would assume the adults would have some vodka, right? Would you? Vodka's the staple. Vodka, yeah. Vodka's in every vodka cabinet and a household. Batteries. I don't think this. I don't think there's a single Russian. <laughs> batteries, vodka. What else? That's life, right there. I love that story. I mean, it, it's just amazing. Like as humanity people, we can get pretty creative with yes. stuff, you know. And uh, but speaking of creative, and speaking of innovative, inspirational, courageous and tenacious 
We've got Aurora Strauss. She's a 19-year-old professional race car driver. People, she is joining us next. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. All right, welcome back, Wrench Nation. Car Talk, hanging out with you guys every Wednesday and, of course, Saturday if you're tuning in KFNX and and our Neon listeners, you guys rock. Uh, We have somebody very special. We're always privileged and honored to have some pretty cool folks join us. Uh, We've got Aurora Strauss. Aurora, are you hanging with us? Yes, I am. You rock. We so appreciate you taking the time uh, to join us. How are you? I'm good. I'm a, I'm a little nervous, actually. I, um, I heard your description of me a couple minutes ago, and I I'm, I'm, don't think I'm going to live quite up to the hype, but I'm very excited. To oh, be yes, you well, will. Well, you know what? That's what car people is. Car people, Aurora, we always said that, you know, we, A, are humble individuals, no matter what, and but I, I got to say... Um, for the folks that are just tuning in, you have done some pretty incredible things as a professional race car driver. How did you, like, did you grow up with, like, Hot Wheels? I mean, how did you get started, Aurora? <laughs> yeah, no, I actually didn't grow up with Hot Wheels. You know, and in retrospect, I wish I had. I may have gotten started earlier, um, <laughs> although that would have been a pain in the butt for my parents. No, I, so I got started at 13. Um, I never thought I was going to be a race car driver. Actually, I thought I was going to be a folk musician. Um, and then my dad had always been a gearhead his whole life. You know, he had a poster of a Lamborghini Diablo above his bed when he was younger. Um, and he wanted to kind of carry on the tradition of being a gearhead. So with, with zero intention of my ever racing, um, he taught me how to drive stick shift. And, you know, the goal was teach me early on so I know how to correct slides because we live in New York and I wanted to get my license uh, knowing full well that if I was kind of driving late at night in some really crappy weather, I'd know how to deal with it if, you know, I, I hit a patch of black ice, and my car starts to skid. Uh, so no intentions of racing, and then I, I loved it. I mean, anyone who So, uh, Aurora, I have to interrupt, yeah. because what you said oh, no, no, no. is pretty fascinating. Like a lot of dads, and in fact, yeah. moms, we all do that, right? We want to make sure that... But you mentioned two things, driving okay. a stick, yep. <laughs> which Every is awesome. Girl. So big claps to dad yep. for getting you into it. And so the second thing was to manage the slippity slidey action. Um, did yeah. you ever did you ever get into a situation like that? Um, I mean, I have a couple of times on the road to New York. Uh, luckily, you know, hopefully everyone in New York has the right tires to, to handle it. And a lot of people have all-wheel drive cars, which is good. Um, I mean, I've gotten into a lot of situations that on track, if that's what you're asking. Well, yeah, we're going to get to the track, but we're still, we're going to get to, yes, for sure. So you, here you are, you, you kind of started out and, and, um, all right, mom, dad, what have you, I got this, I'm going to learn this. Did, what triggered you to get to that next level? I mean, I'm trying to find the automotive bug. You had the musician bug. What happened? How did the automotive bug hit you, Aurora? (laughs) <laughs> um, actually, it's, it's a lot of the same bug, which is, it, you know, it's a, a little complicated, but, um, you know, it's, 
if you love cars, you think of them as instruments in the same way that if you are a musician and you love music, you think of instruments as instruments. You know, it's, um, you have kind of a really specific level of respect and love and passion for every type of specific car um, in the same way that you do if you are a guitar player and you are completely loyal to one brand. So I, I, it started off um, kind of as an experimenting thing for me. Like I, was, I, I didn't know if I wanted to do it, but my dad was interested um, and I, I wasn't actually good at it at first, but I fell in love with it. And I needed to kind of find a way to, like you said, get to that next level. And um, my main problem was I, was I was so small. I mean, at that point, I was four foot nine, and they had said I'd hit my major growth spurt already. So I was also extremely concerned I was going to be that height for the rest of my life. Um, but I couldn't see over the dash. And I was constantly looking down at all the equipment and, and trying to figure out, you know, what I could what could help me uh, look ahead and kind of focus on braking a little later, getting to gas earlier. And I realized that um, I so I have perfect pitch, and I uh, oh, and the engine. perfect pitch, perfect pitch. <laughs> nice. That was a great analogy, Thank wasn't you. it, Frank? Um, it was. And Aurora, I, I wanted to just um, ask you because we have a lot of younger listeners here uh, on the podcast yep. and listening live. You had mentioned music and racing. Both require a discipline. At the end of the day, some of us as spectators, we see the race, you know, whether an individual has won or lost. Tell us about, you're in that moment of that discipline. It, it's almost like uh, studying that eight measures and getting every note right. How did you overcome getting to that next step? Did you hit the racetrack and practice? How did you practice all that? Oh, well, it's actually kind of hard to consistently hit the racetrack in practice, uh, you know, for funding reasons for, for most people. Um, so, you know, there are, there are a lot of other ways that you prepare. One of them, and this is a well-known one, is you watch video. Uh, it's video, video, video for everyone in the racing world, especially for me, because I haven't been to a lot of these tracks. Um, so watch hours of video. You look through data before you get to the racetrack. Um, and my most important rule is when I'm at the track, uh, you know, I... I do everything within my power to not do anything else, which is much harder than it sounds, especially when you're kind of running your own sponsorship and, and marketing. Um, but my rule for myself is if I get to the track, if it's at all possible, I don't do any homework, I don't do any work, I don't do anything related to Girls' Drive. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there for one thing, I'm there to win. Um, so, Tell yeah, us more I mean, about that, Aurora. When you show up to the track, uh, of course, you know, having watched tape and studying prior, give us a sense of... Uh, is there a meditative state that you, you put yourself in? Talk to us more about track day and where that mindset is at. Oh, um, I wish I could meditate during track days, but sometimes <laughs> it's actually so hectic that I, I don't really get a chance to think before I get into the car. And actually, I like it better that way. Um, so do you, listen to, do you listen to yeah. high-energy music? Yeah, to, give to us, I mean, is there a music song? Oh, yeah. actually, I do. I listen to a lot of David Bowie. Um, which got particularly sentimental for me once he died. So, so now it's, it's a tradition for me. As I listen to one David Bowie song before I get into the car, I don't always have time, but I always do a couple hours before my races. Um, oh, my gosh, what other things are you? I, I try to stop watching videos starting a couple hours before a race just because at some point uh, it's too much sensory overload. You don't, you don't want to think of you know, all the things you can do differently. You just want to get out there and drive. But I, I don't have, other than that, it's kind of my specific process. Actually, this is... Um, this is a weird tradition, but I eat a double stuffed Oreo before every race. I'm Ew. not quite sure how that one started. <laughs> um, other than I, I mean, my dad and I both love double stuffed Oreos, and I think he gave me one once at a at a fan walk as a joke. And uh, now it's now it's a thing. And now you know, 
my, my dad and my boyfriend know about it, and they always bring me on. So. See, that's a tradition right there because, you know, as athletes, uh, whether it's basketball, football, uh, there are some quirky things. Yeah. But yep. what, I, what I really admired, and for many of you listening, you guys can relate to this, that before game time, before test time, before there is this sort of process where you just got to step back You've done all of the practice. You've watched the video. You've sat there and shedded out your horn or your keyboards, and now it's performance time. And I, I like the way that method comes about because you're really clearing your head. It is the day of, and you're there in the moment. Isn't that right, Aurora? Yeah, no, exactly. With an Oreo. <laughs> With an Oreo. Double stuff. I, I love it. I love can't it. explain it. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we're hanging with uh, Aurora Strauss. Aurora, you're you're 19 now. I'm actually I just turned 20. A yeah, a little Yay! celebration right there. Because <laughs> I wanted to I'm make excited. sure I didn't want to. You know, I mean, you're 20. That's a celebration. I, I am 20. <laughs> it is a celebration. Although um, I actually kind of missed being 19 because it was helpful to say teenager <laughs> from a marketing standpoint. Dude. But it's okay. I can't help getting older. Now, well, when did you turn 20? She just uh, turned, last yeah. September. I, actually, there's a lot of. Uh, I'm not quite sure how it started that I was still 19, but you know when some when someone says it in kind of the marketing ether and it, it, it gets gets put out there, it uh, kind of you know it stays out there. Um, but yes, I, I am technically 20. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what um, we have. You have two things that are very inspirational, and I know you've heard this before, but I just want to make it clear because a lot of our audience are young and female. Yes. Oh, awesome. Let me tell you, you're inspirational. And I want to ask you a question that most of our young female listeners have been sort of presented with or they sort of pick up an idea that they're interested in something. How do you handle a no, Aurora? No, you can't. What drives you to get to that next step? What pushes you? Yeah, uh, the first time I heard a no, I was 13 and I know this isn't necessarily the best answer, but um, I probably would have quit racing if I didn't have a role model who's now my coach, uh, his name is Nick Longy, uh, step in and, and basically say, you know, I, I, uh, I had another instructor tell me, basically, I'm not cut out for this because I am never going to be aggressive enough because I'm a girl, which isn't something that you thought you'd still hear in, what was that, like 2010, 2011? Um, pretty recently, but, you know, it still happened, and... Um, I was pretty ready to quit, and Nick said, you know, hold on, like, you're not that bad, and you're getting better every day, and um, more importantly, you know, how badly do you want it? And I said, well, really badly. He said, well, if you want something badly enough, uh, you're never going to let anything get in your way, and I, that's really stuck with me since then. I've always, I've felt really strongly that, um, uh, you know, someone, someone sent me an Instagram message earlier this morning as a joke that said, it seems like your haters are your motivators. And that is the cheesiest thing in the entire world to say, but it does actually, um, it, it carries some weight to it. I've, if you can tune out all of the stupidity around you telling you that you aren't capable of something, the only thing that you need to succeed is wanting it badly enough. And uh, racing is a particularly brutal sport. You know, it requires hundreds of hours of work a week just to, just to set up a race uh, sponsorship-wise. But at the end of the day, it's worth it because if you, if you really want to do it, um, that's what you want. And if you go there to win, then hopefully it'll do well. Yeah, that's uh, pretty powerful stuff. And, you know, we've mentioned this on the show in the past, Aurora. Um, in my talks, uh, what comes to mind is uh, Bogey with 180. She does the uh, Velocity Show. She's also very, very yeah. inspirational to a lot of women out there, good friends of the show. And 
She had said something that was powerful because many of you listening now may say, oh, well, okay, that's great. Well, you know, I don't have a mentor. I don't have somebody to look up to. Well, you know what? Make those friendships, those friendships that can support and stick with the supporters in your life. And it may not be mom and dad. You know, it, it may be an uncle you see three times a year or you can communicate. The bottom line is uh, the power of support is cool. The power of support can help you because that ugly truth, a lot of our folks are on YouTube doing videos and stuff like that. They yeah. may not be race car driving and the hate comes fast and furious. You believe in what you do. And when you say something like that, Aurora, I could hear it in your tone and your voice that you may have had a 30 second thought, but bam, you yep. were back on stage <laughs> and said, you know what? This is all what I want to do. This is me. I'm going to do me. Talk to us about the IMSA Continental Tire Challenge, uh, the sports car challenge. You participated in that, yeah? Yes, I did. I, I was there for two years. Uh, they actually just rebranded, so now it's the Michelin Pilot Challenge. It is the Michelin. I see that, yep. the Michelin. Yeah. What was you, uh, what were, that, that was one of your first uh, professional series, yeah? It was, yeah. What were you thinking prior? This is showtime now. How, how, uh, how did you feel about uh, getting on the track and really competing? Oh, gosh. My first time on the track for, for uh, we called it CONTI, so it's not, now it's uh, the Michelin Pilot Challenge. We haven't figured out a good acronym for it yet. But my, my first time out on track uh, with a bunch of pros, you know, I, candidly, I, I was kind of freaking out. You know, I was, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, these people were my role models a couple of years ago. You know, the, the people you were just talking about, so you need someone to look up to and someone to mentor you. Those were my mentors, um, and it was really scary, you know, kind of pitching myself against them out on the same track. But the beauty of a race car and the danger of it is it requires uh, 100% of your attention. You know, 99% won't do, you'll crash. Um, so the second I was out there, you know, the fear is gone. You're just focusing. You're focusing on your goal. You're focusing on what you have to do. And, uh, you know, it, it went really well, which uh, it surprised me a little bit because I didn't have that much experience at the time. But I ended up doing a full season in it, and I finished as the top rookie in my class for that year. Oh, man, that is awesome. That is awesome. I mean, this is the gig. Like, a lot of you hanging with us know that you can study, you can work it, you can hash it. But one of the most important things is to show up. And I think, Aurora, yeah. you showed up. Oh, thanks. I yeah. don't think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very glad I did. Well, Aurora, we have something special. We're going to take a little break, but we're going to cue a song especially for Miss Aurora Strauss. Uh, we have uh, the professional race car driver, no longer a teenager, 20-year-old <laughs> phenom. We've got Aurora Strauss. Let's hit some special music for Miss Aurora. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, well, stay tuned. we got Aurora Strauss coming back at you, Wrench Nation. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, we want a big, big hug. Shout out. Thank you uh, to our Facebook winner, uh, as we mentioned. Uh, last show, uh, or last segment, I should say, we've got Richard Frazier 
uh, who happens to be a test driver at Nissan. So big, big thank you to Richard and many of you that uh, got on and your opportunity to get that $100 Matco gift card. We're going to do that again. Of course, you can get on wrenchnation.tv. Come join us there for some of the shows. Maybe you've missed bits and pieces. And, of course, uh, iTunes every Sunday. Uh, we've got Aurora Strauss, our young speed racer. Hi, you you <laughs> back with us, Aurora? <laughs> I am. I'm still here. How are you? We are so grateful that you could hang with us. Uh, of course, you're, you're calling from uh, upstate New York, yeah? I'm actually calling from Boston right now, which oh. is, um, I, I, I split my time to 250 because I'm in school. So it's very confusing. Well, I think we, we, we probably should dive into the whole school thing. Now, but, yeah. but before we get into that, because that's pretty exciting, the school thing, you were nervous about music. You killed it. You were nervous about racing. You're killing it. You were nervous, possibly, about doing a Mazda commercial. Were you in a commercial recently or some time ago? Oh, yes, that was, uh, oh, gosh, that must have been 2016. Yeah, I was in that Mazda commercial. Yeah, were you nervous about that? It doesn't seem like you're pretty smooth. Were you nervous about that commercial? I was less nervous about that just because it was filmed. So you can have as many takes as you want. Until yeah, you there you go. <laughs> Not like a musical performance where exactly. it's showtime, it's live, we're behind the wheel of a, your favorite fast car going down the track. That's awesome. Um, so tell us, um, many folks... Uh, Listening now, we've got Aurora uh, Strauss on who, who started with a lot of nose and, and sort of, I wouldn't say accidentally bumped into it kind of thing. But you didn't start like karting. Like a lot of, a lot of drivers will start when they're 9, 10, 11. Yeah. You know, in the karting series, you didn't start that. Mom and dad were a big influence and you got into sort of the stick shift and you really liked it and here you are. But tell us about where you headed school-wise. So right now I am a full-time student at Harvard, so heading towards graduating, hopefully in 2022. But, uh, you know, it's the beauty of Harvard and part of why I chose this school over others was um, you can take unlimited time off if you need it. So if a crazy racing opportunity comes up, like Le Mans, um, I can take a semester off of school and graduate in the winter of 2022. So that's, that's pretty much, I'm on track for one of those two semesters, but uh, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, what, is, what, do- what is a race car driver study? <laughs> Well, right now, um, history and literature and government. So not even remotely related to driving. Uh, and I do have a minor in astrophysics, which is some related, but not even remotely related to racing. Uh, so I, I don't know how I ended up with the polar opposite of what you would expect me to be studying, but somehow <laughs> I got there. Yeah, I mean, some, some may say mechanical engineering or something like that, but <laughs> yep. but it's, it's, it's really cool that, I mean, look, racing, uh, from marketing to attracting sponsorship to the skill set that's required through lots of tape and, and studying, you still have the discipline and the tenacity to actually head on over to Harvard and finish that up. I like the idea that it's flexible, um, up to which means you have some race gigs coming up. Is this correct? I do. I have race plans this year that I should be announcing around the end of this week. I'm not allowed to say anything right now, actually. Ah, so the hush. But while yes, we've got you, we're going to, we would we, probably ask you a few times, where can folks hook up with you to keep track of your talent? Where can they find you? Yes, so the best place to find me is my social media. I'm just, it's at Aurora Strauss everywhere. Um, you can also go onto my website, which I'm in the process of updating 
hint, hint, it says I'm 19. <laughs> but that will have my location info for my upcoming races by probably end of next week. Um, but really, the best the best place to find out is, is my social media. I'm, I'm always, I keep things very up to date on, hey, I'm going to be in, you know, at Virginia International Raceway in a couple weeks. And if you're a Girl Scout nearby, DM me, things like that. Uh, so that's definitely the best place to go. Yeah, we want to invite that. And, of course, we'll have that uh, over on to Ranch Nation's Facebook and social oh, media as well. Absolutely. Um, you're doing some pretty cool things by way of charitable. Talk to us about that. Yep. So I started a foundation a couple of years ago called Girls with Drive. Um, it is still kind of figuring out what it wants to be, so to speak. Uh, I first started Girls with Drive because of exactly what we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, lots of people lack mentors, and I was very lucky that I happened to have the right person at the right time. But uh, not every girl out there has that, particularly girls that want to get involved in male-dominated career paths, be it racing or STEM or um, politics or business, things like that. So the goal is to create a mentorship network uh, and invite girls in that feel like that's what they lack and, you know, could help them succeed more. So we have that mentorship program. Um, I recruit high-profile women in male-dominated fields specifically to get onto the program, and then they take on up to three mentees who they're in charge of kind of personally um, personally taken care of. You know, they, they cultivate their talent. They help them find sponsorships or uh, scholarships if they're looking at colleges, things like that. Uh, we also have a Girl Scout program, which I, I think you guys may know about. Um, but it's I invite young troops of Girl Scouts and their kind of friends and things like that to the track. Uh, I pay for their tickets, and they get a behind-the-scenes tour. So, like, it's kind of the tour of a track that every gearhead would dream of, except geared towards 12-year-old girls. So they get a wow. behind-the-scenes view of the tire factory. Um, they get to go into race control, which is always a huge hit. You know, you wouldn't ex- you see, like, 80 TVs and a bunch of people running around trying to make decisions on, you know, do you give a driver that penalty, do you not give a driver that penalty. Uh, so they get to be privy to all of that, which is really exciting for them. And then they get radios to hear what I say on the radio, uh, which means I have to censor myself sometimes, but it's worth <laughs> it. That is wow. awesome. Frank, uh, I think I have a new hero. Yeah. Her yeah, name is Aurora awesome. Strauss. You know, in the garage, oh, we, we work uh, closely with uh, the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, and so on. And, and, and what I've said is you can hashtag this, by the way, automotive archery or archery instructors nervous as the automotive <laughs> maintenance badge is leading the way. Uh, I will say this, Aurora, uh, Tech Force Foundation, which is awarded uh, last year was uh, $1.5 million or so. Uh, contingent of industry folks and uh, for scholarships, they just announced uh, it was a, a recent award uh, ceremony, uh, their Tech of the Year award, if you will. Oh, that's right. They just announced that the uh, Scouts of America Council mm-hmm. is now really going to put together more movement behind what is lots of trade skills, jobs that are out there, welding and automotive. You know, uh, Aurora, you, I can imagine you've got some of these young gals asking, we loved it out here, what's next? How do I get started? What do you tell them? Um, so usually I say, that's great, I'm glad you told me, because there aren't that many resources out there, like you said, and I, I, I love what I'm hearing about, you know, trying to get people more involved in us, you know, working with their hands, for, for lack of a better phrase, because it's getting more and more out of style, and it's, it's an important thing that we need for years to come. Uh, but usually I actually just set them up with race teams. So if I have a girl come up to me and say, you know, I'm really interested in being a mechanic one day. I love working on cars. I do with my dad all the time. Um, I say, great, you know, call me when you are kind of between 15 and 18. 
Uh, and if you're still interested, I'll connect you with a team that I know that runs BMWs that would love to have you intern for them. So it's, you know, I'm in the privileged position of having all these connections and other people need them. Uh, so usually it's just kind of uh, personally navigating, you know, connecting one girl to one race team or, or one girl to one media company, things like that. But um, it's been really exciting. Yeah, if you guys have the drive, the passion, um, the show up, the show exactly. up is really key. Uh, I remind you, uh, find Aurora Strauss Instagram at A-U-R-O-R-A-S-T-R-A-U-S. Here you have an individual that is hungry to help. And many of you, I know this, you're tinkering and you want to, but maybe some of those negatives have just put you in a place where, but you know what? Set yourself free because you do have... Many, many in the industry, as we say here on Wrench Nation, that want to pass a baton, want to share that information. And Aurora, for you be to, to, to have, you've got a lot going on. And for you to be able to make that connection and, and say, you know what, I'm here to help, that is incredible. We appreciate you for that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the people who, like you said, just, just show up. I know. Is it, I mean, we say it, but we know, like, we woke up that morning and the butterflies are cooking and I'm, <laughs> by, and it's not easy sometimes. And, you know, I don't want to sound like some guru in a cave motivating people here, but a good part of our show and, and having tremendous talented guests like yourself, Aurora, is to speak the real on that. You know, it, it, your dreams, you are only in your way by way of your thought process don't let all that noise get in front of you show up that's right show up i feel yep, like exactly. we i feel like we should have some rocky music we some, should or some god smack or something behind <laughs> that some motivational music all right aurora i want to get into real quick i i gotta talk on the music um you know i'm a jazz trombonist i've played carnegie hall avery fisher alice tully uh seen some stuff before i got in this crazy world of automotive what me? What? Uh, what do you play? What's your modus operandi? Is it keyboards, guitar? What do you play? So I play piano, guitar, and bass. Um, and I also sing. That's kind of the biggest thing for me. And oh, what do I play? Um, I love folk music. Whenever I'm playing guitar, it's mostly folk. I actually uh, was close to next door neighbors with Pete Seeger. So it's nice. kind of. I don't know if. Many people, yeah, okay. You got you guys know who Pete Seeger is. Of course, we do. Kids my age don't know who Pete Seeger is. Um, kids our age like do. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was a huge influence on me. So that kind of I I fell in love with music because of growing up with him and other folk musicians, and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, uh, paint a picture about uh, mom and dad are pretty pretty strong in your life. Yeah. Did you ever get to a point where there may have been a disagreement? And you didn't want to participate in a way that they may have. And I ask this question because let's face it, face it. There's there's folks listening now, youngsters who may have that sort of pressure. Did you ever feel like you had to do something because mom and dad were pushing you in a way and you decided not to? How did you handle that within that relationship of parents? Yeah, um, I... I Obviously, everyone has issues with their parents, but I would maybe rephrase that to, uh, when have you done something that your parents don't think that you should do? Yeah. Um, and my parents, for, for, you know, for better or for worse, have always been extremely supportive of whatever I want to do. 
uh, including racing, but there have been a lot of points, especially now that I'm in school full-time, uh, where they've questioned if I'm getting kind of the most out of my college experience. So that it's not necessarily, me, you know, them telling me, oh, you can't do something. Um, but there has definitely been some tension there about, you know, is it the right decision uh, from, you know, the parents' point of view for me to be gone three or four days a week for racing um, and gone on, you know, business meetings and trying to raise sponsorship money and things like that when I have friends here and I could be focusing on school. So that's really... Uh, to be completely honest, I've been extremely lucky with that. I fell into a really good family. I know it wasn't my fault, um, but I'm very lucky to have them. <laughs> big shout out. Big friends. shout out to mom and yeah, dad mom and for dad. sure, yeah. no doubt. Uh, we've got Aurora Strauss, uh, professional race car driver, right here. Uh, student, musician, race car driver. You guys stay tuned. We're going to have Aurora back right here on Wrench Nation. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Welcome back, Wrench Nation uh, Car Talk. Hanging with us every Wednesday before Saturday. Uh, KFNX and our Neon, our new Neon listeners. And then if you guys have missed any pieces of the show, as we say, <laughs> catch it up on iTunes. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on the podcast. Aurora Strauss hanging with us. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so you over the next year, I, I just want to be really clear with the folks listening. Some will kind of fade in and fade out. Um they're busy and that sort of thing. One more time, where can people find you? Yep, so people can find me on my social media, just at Aurora Strauss, A-U-R-O-R-A-S-T-R-A-U-S, uh, or on my website, which is just aurorastrauss.com. Yeah, no doubt. And again, you know, um, you're talking about an individual that is, is doing many things, but also willing to pay attention. And if you have, especially my young female automotive Gals, you know, th this is a big problem. Like, we're growing in that segment, but not enough. And, and one of the reasons why, Aurora, not only from your talent, but your ability to really shine with your generation and saying, hey, we can do this. It doesn't have to be complicated. You got to be dedicated. You got to be disciplined. And we so appreciate your message for that. Oh, thank you guys so much. It was really wonderful that you had me. Yeah, and if you're ever in uh, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona area, uh, come and see us. We'd love to give you a tour of our garage, uh, Desert Car Care Chandler. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll let you know. I heard something earlier when uh, Aurora was saying that if um, you know if somebody's interested, you would you would hook them up with like your BMW team. That is priceless for anybody for any young girl who wants to kind of go down that path. I mean, that's incredible. That's, that's really using your connections. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, much, this is, I don't know if this is a controversial thing to say or not. I don't think it should be. But um, it would be really nice if, you know, in the next 10 years, uh, not for nothing, I, I am not so interesting anymore. And, you know, that sounds crazy, but it's, um, there aren't that many female drivers out there. And on the one hand, I, I do directly benefit from it because I, I definitely get press that I otherwise wouldn't get. But on the other hand, it's, it's really sad. And, uh a lot of the reasons that girls don't show up to tracks are just because they kind of don't know where to go or what to do. And uh, 
I, I am where to go, and I, I will tell you what to do. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely. Find Aurora Strauss on uh, Instagram, folks. Of course, we'll have that on Ranch Nation. Uh, we're going to connect on social media as well and, and repurpose and, and spread the word uh, about all the great things that you're doing. Aurora Strauss, thank you so much for hanging with the Ranch Nation show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. What a great lady. Yeah, I mean, this is dedication and spirit. And, yeah. and, I, and I thought it was cool to have Aurora because... Like, we've had a lot of the 20, 30-year uh, sort of legends, if you will, that have hung out with us. and But you don't see, like, the beginning. And I think Aurora, she's a little past the beginning, but she's a part of that still. Absolutely. And, and for her to, to still stay disciplined, because, and, and, look, a race season is a race season. Get, acquiring sponsorships and so on is not easy. And then here she is out of Boston from Harvard calling a Ranch Nation show to share that. Yeah. I think that's so cool. That's man. so unique. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I uh, want to remind you guys, uh, of course, uh, we didn't cover a single car care tip today, but that's okay. Uh, you guys have had any questions. Remember, we are connected with garages across the country, people. And I got to tell you this, there's been some uh, goofiness. Uh, we've had a, f- a couple of folks uh, direct message us. I saw this on YouTube. And I'm not knocking YouTube, but eventually if you've tried to fix something and it didn't work out, you're going to have to pull the trigger and visit a local garage or for that matter, a dealer. You know, we don't knock dealerships. They're right. Not, you know, we're all. So just know that Wrench Nation has a network uh, and that network. It, it Look, it's not fancy, man. These are people that I know personally across the country. So just know that um, there's a lot of weight in that whole referral vibe. So you're not cold calling. And just know you can get on to wrenchnation.tv, hit that subscribe button. Just throw your email. We're not spamming anybody. And if you ever, ever want to get a hold of us about any car care woes, since we didn't cover any car care tips on this show, <laughs> uh, we know that there are a lot of other shows that, that are out there that we respect that do cover car care tips in depth. You know, we want to take you on a journey. Wrench Nation is all about a journey. It's a journey about the culture of the automotive industry, yes, the great people and the great stories highlighting that. Cause as I said, man, you bring car people together. And if you're a younger up and coming, or even if you are a 40 something that just discovered the hoopty and you got that hoopty bug, wrench nation is your show. Cause this is what it's all about. So uh, next week we are going to dive into uh, how to handle an accident. You got into a vehicle collision and now you've got to deal with body shop. So we've got a couple of body shop folks oh, coming on. Collision shops are going to give us some good tips. Uh, yeah. How to deal with insurance companies and yeah. things like that. Uh, and then the week after, we've got uh, Pat and Bob Bondurant. Oh, Bondurant racing fame. The Bondurant School. They're talking about the future of Bondurant. No matter what you've heard, Bondurant School, uh, Pat and Bob are going to join us. Until then, this weekend... February 9th, people. Yep. Tell the people, where are we going to be at, Susie? We are going out to Fountain Hills for Concourse in the Hills, which is going to be an amazing car show um, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wrench Nation will be out there. That's right. We're going to be hanging. We're doing some interviews. We'd love to see you. Come on by. We'll have some Wrench Nation hats, as I say every week, people. Besides the fact that we love you for hanging with us. And we, we mean that. We do. We really enjoy hanging with you. Be safe. Hug each other and never forget to hug a mechanic.